0: Hello everyone, we're looking at the book of Psalms, as you know, and we're still in Psalm 1, and this is our second um, message from Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. It appears to me to be almost a normal thing in ecclesiastical circles to consult popular opinion and to be totally PC rather than to refer to what God has said in the Scriptures when decisions regarding church practice, moral issues, and other vital matters are to be made. And it's bothered me for so long, uh, and particularly recently, and why I'm lingering here in Psalm 1 today, is that whilst I expect the world of unbelievers to ignore God's holy word, it's extremely disappointing, to say the least, when we're constantly confronted with so-called Christians following the counsel of the ungodly. Now, let me first clarify who the ungodly are. Actually, the word comes from a root indicating a condemned person. In other words, someone who has been, uh, in the eyes of God, examined and found guilty. This state, of course, has been the lot of us all. However, what has changed for the believer is that they have believed and obeyed the gospel and come into the liberated condition of forgiveness and, as the scripture says, no condemnation. And why would that person who loves God, has been cleansed from their sins through faith in Christ, and who professes to be a follower of the Lord, want guidance and counsel from those who are still living in the condemnation of unbelief? Now we're not just talking about ecclesiastical things, we're talking about personal things. As you read about this man of happinesses in verse 1, you find that the source of his counsel... Is the law of the Lord. Now, this doesn't just mean the Ten Commandments or even the whole of the Mosaic Law, even though that would be helpful. No, it would cover everything that God has said in His holy word, the Bible. If those who are being sought for counsel have rejected God and His Christ, which is the very essence of blessing, how could they be a blessing to those who are genuinely wanting to know the right path and purpose for their life? Individually, or in their family, or in their work, or where they live, and etc. etc. Now, I'm not talking about those professionals that God has undoubtedly equipped and given skills in such matters of medical matters. To to ignore their advice and guidance in health issues would be totally irresponsible and foolish. No, what I'm speaking about is those matters that relate. To our lives and a life of godliness, holiness and righteousness. As the New Testament says, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should be self-controlled, righteous and live godly lives in this present world. See, the secret, dear child of God, I believe, we find in such scriptures as Romans chapter 12. This is what it says, and please pardon me for quoting the whole portion, even though it's just two verses. I beseech you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I'm not going to go into the word therefore, but as someone wisely said, Whenever you see the scripture use the word therefore, always try to find out what it's there for. And I promise you, when you do this, and it's true of this verse, you'll be glad you did, and it'll give even more reason to obey the following instructions. So if you listened attentively to that quote, then you'll at least understand, even if not willing to accept, the secret of knowing what that good, acceptable and perfect pathway is and will of God is. Why would a true Christian want anything other than the will of God for their life? Well, well, we we don't perhaps need to be reminded, but I'm going to remind you that the old me often gets in the way. Even though as God's children we're on our way to heaven, we still have what is called in Scripture the flesh that we will never be free of until we get to heaven. Firstly, our verse tells us that we are required to put ourselves in a place of total obedience, which is an act of sacrificial worship. Not as they did in the Old Testament times, offering animal sacrifices. Those things were a foreshadowing of what we see now. We should be the offering upon the altar of sacrifice. I should be the offering. Everything that I am upon the altar of obedience. Secondly, we're told not to be conformed into this world's mould. The word literally means to be pressed into a mould. Thirdly, not conformation, which is, as we've seen, being pressed into the likeness to the world and its ideas, but Not conformation, transformation, which means transfiguration, becoming something and someone we've not been before. How? By the renewing or the renewal of our minds. In other words, to be willing to allow our hearts and minds to be guided, directed and obedient to the Word of God and the Holy Spirit of God who writes those things on our hearts what is the result to be able to prove testing if you like with a view to approval that pathway that is good acceptable and perfect and according to God's will good means morally honorable pleasing to God and therefore beneficial to others acceptable means both well pleasing to God and to our renewed minds it's The Bible talks about his commandments not being irksome, not being grievous to us. If we really are in tune with God, it's not an irksome thing to do what he wants us to do. And perfect means that complete revelation of God's will and ways for our pathway. It doesn't mean to say that there's going to be a shining light ahead of us. It doesn't mean to say that there's going to be some words in the sky... god will make his plan and purpose clear if we're willing to hear and of course willing to obey so dear believers listening today why would we seek the counsel of the ungodly when we have divine counsel and the divine counselor available to guide our feet and direct our paths And bring the happinesses that follow, that God has in store for all those who are willing to follow his perfect will. Now there may be people out there today that I'm speaking to who think, well you don't know my circumstances, you don't know how difficult it is, you don't know how lonely I am, you don't know this, you don't know that. I'm just so uncertain about what to do and how to do it, where to go, whether to go or whether to stay, etc., etc. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. He's available. His word is true. Ask him to reveal his perfect will to you and be willing and ready and obedient to what he reveals. God bless his word to you today.